everyone entertains the idea of living a passionate life while earning an income from their true passions is only a short-lived idea for most people but there are those who are willing to take the risk it's time now for our weekly motivation with author of motivational books and life coach Abeneza AB Mamabolo he joins us to continue talking about the monetizing on your purpose series tonight we are getting into the third part of the series you can join us in this conversation our whatsapp line is 0792951212 0792951212 and you can also send us an sms to 47861 47861 start each sms with the short code efm and each sms is charged at 150 you can give us a call have your say call us now on 015 151 1058 mr mamabolo good evening and welcome ah uh, good evening and thank you for having me are you well i'm very well how are you i'm well thank you i, I was scrolling through my instagram page today okay. and i saw happened to stumble on a post that was put up by global media icon bonang mateba okay. and she wrote that sit with winners Okay. The conversation is different. Uh-huh. Sit with winners. The conversation is different. Uh-huh. In the preamble I mentioned that everyone really does entertain the idea of living a passionate life. Yes. But only a few manage to actually get there, right? Because uh-huh. it's not something that everyone would be willing to really sit through. And I think from the very first part of the series we we've got to understand that everything really requires passion because it's such a multifaceted process that one has to go through before they can even entertain the idea of monetizing on their purpose. Yes. Perhaps for for just a brief moment let's go back to where it all started and just remind everyone of how far we've come before we then get to talking about the third part of the series tonight. Okay. You know when we are continuing with this series I'm reminded of one story that I heard of this young man. So it happens that there was this young man who was living on the street and he spent his entire life living on the street and living with his with his different kinds of friends. Now it happened that there was this other family of his and the the older the, the oldest one of them all was the last one of his generation and it came to a point where he got to the end of his life now he was looking for someone who would take care of the empire of the family who would take care of the assets the business everything that the, the family owns so he sent out some messages even hired a private investigator to go and look for someone who would be in line who would be a relative of them that would inherit this entire wealth that the family had so he sent out the investigator the investigator came back and said no i've i've i found someone i've got the names of this particular person but i don't know where he is give me some more money so that i'll be able to go and track this particular person so more money was issued then he went on to search for this guy and he found that no this guy is living in the streets he's living in a corner he sleeps in a bridge what the whole package now he sent out his investigators you know now you know where my relative is go and find him go and give him this envelope and tell him that i'm calling him to come and see me so the investigator went and went to that particular corner searched and found those beggars he found those three street kids and and men and women and asked them do you know this particular person they didn't know him he went and he kept on searching and searching until he found a corner where they knew him he went on and he found this young man and said 
you know, I've got this gift from you of yours that's come, that comes from your relative. Would you please come with me and you'll be able to meet this particular relative of yours? But being in his own comfort, enjoying the fruits of his friendship that he had built throughout his entire life there in the streets, the guy refused and said, no, 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 I'm very happy where I am. I'm very happy with my friends. There's nothing that I want from you guys. Okay, so he said, no, here is a gift from your relative that he would want you to have. So he gave him an envelope and said, no, keep this, use this one because it will be the key to your freedom. Unknowing that that young man just took the envelope, shoved it in his pocket. Every time when he was chilling with his friends, every time when he was going up and down with his friends, he kept on showing them, ah, look at this beautiful envelope that I got. It's from my relative. This is a beautiful gift that I got. But the thing is, the guy never opened that particular gift he was given. He spent a few years, 5, 10, 15 years down the line. So it just happened that one day, there was this cold, this cold front that hit the entire city and it was very cold everywhere he was shivering everything was chaotic it turned out no the guy even got sick at that particular moment and because he was so sick and he needed enough heat in his body he couldn't get warm his friends would that no if we don't do something about this man's condition he might die here on the streets so they took him to the hospital and he got to the hospital and he was cared for but unfortunately it happened that he passed on in the hospital now after the guy had passed on in the hospital when they were searching him to try to identify who this person was where can we take their, his family? They discovered an envelope that he, that was inside his clothes. When they opened the envelope, they couldn't understand the jargon in that, en, in that envelope and they went on to seek legal advice. When the lawyers examined that envelope, they found that no, this was a will. It was a will giving him the rights for all of the property, the wealth, all of the wealth that his entire family worked for. But what happened was that this guy who died, he died because he didn't have food. He died because he didn't have enough warmth. He died having a gift that was not open. That envelope that he had was the key to his freedom. It was the key to his success and his wealth. The same way, it's the same way with us and our purposes and our passion. We've been given talents, we've been given a gift from our creator that we need to use. We need to use to discover who we are. We need to use uh, to release whatever that he had created us and we'll be able to feed ourselves and to feed our family. Now, as we are continuing with this series, now we are looking, we are tackling the fact that no, all of us have got an envelope. We've got our passions. It's time for us to open these passions that we have so that we'll be able to take these passions of ours and use them. Let's use our passions to feed ourselves. Use the passions to take care of our loved ones. But if we don't open this gift that we've been given, we won't be able to enjoy the fruits that our Creator has given us. I think it's quite clear now. Let's let's then bring it to the third series. We've had people saying, how do I know what my purpose is? We've established that. We've had people say, Mr. Marbolo, it's not going to be easy, most certainly. What do I need to know? And so forth. We've also established that, I think, particularly last week. Let's now talk about recognizing one's purpose. We know that you've already addressed how one can determine what their purpose is. But recognition is an entirely different process, right? Yes. Talk to us about that. You know, it, it's not enough for us to know that we've got a purpose. We need to recognize our purpose. We need to recognize its value. And we also need to recognize the worth that is in us saving our purpose. And there are some key things that I would like us to take into account as we'll be recognizing, valuing, and determining the worth of our purpose. Now, one thing that happens is that most of us underestimate the price that we need to pay for us to fulfill our purpose. And there are key things that I would like us to take into account. Number one, when you are saving your purpose, when you are saving your gift, there is a a price that you are paying of time. 
it takes away time that you should be spending with your family on loved ones. Now, this time that you are you are taking, that you are be, you are supposed, to, you are saving your purpose, that you are using to fulfill your purpose, you could have been taking this time to spend with your family. You could have been taking this time to spend with your loved ones. Another one, it also takes the resources that you have that you could be using to enjoy whatever time that you would be having with your family and loved ones. Another one, it's also taking away valuable time that you could be using for you to make memories with your family for you to be making memories maybe with your partner or with your children another one it also it's taking away the time that you could be using to invest maybe if you've got a job it's also taking the time that you could be investing in your work now when you are looking into these things you need to realize that there is a financial cost towards you saving your purpose and i've got some five things that i would like us to uh, to, to to put into account number one there is a lot you need to realize that know how much money you could be earning where maybe if you are at work you could be earning a lot of money at work instead of you fulfilling your purpose now when you are invited to to maybe particular serve your purpose maybe in a company in your community or wherever it is that you are invited realize that no you could have been somewhere at work you could have been fulfilling the duties that you've got or some authentic tasks that you have at work that you could have been fulfilling another one would be realize that there is going to be a time that it's, it's going to take you out of your life there will be a time, some time out of your life that you will never get back. And that time you would have been invested in that particular purpose. The third one, it's going to cost you even some some time, not only time, but you are going to spend some time going to that particular venue or going to that particular place where someone has invited you to come and, 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 and share your purpose. And another one would be, it's also going to take time when you are when you are saving that particular let's say for example it's you rebecca someone calls you and says no of course this event i would like you to be an mc it's just taken time that you could have been using at work just taken time that you could have been using with your family and loved ones it's also even taken some time that you could be using for you for your own self to nurture yourself to get to relax and all those things and the last one would be now when you've realized the, the cost that it's costing you in terms of time time you should be spending with family everything that you've considered realize that there's also going to be a cost the price that the overall cost that it's going to cost you you could have waste you could have used some resources when you were traveling you could have used maybe you bought some things while you were preparing you could even maybe bought a book that you you learned something that will help you to facilitate that particular engagement now this is the overall cost of you fulfilling your purpose now in other words it's not free for you to serve your purpose and if it's not free for you to serve your purpose why do you look down upon yourself why don't you value yourself enough to say that no this has cost let's say for example it has cost you maybe let's say five thousand for you to be able to go to a particular event maybe you've been called for an event in cape town it has cost you the time away from family it has cost you all of those costs that you have now why would you why would you devalue your gift why would you devalue your purpose to say that no, you've spent you've invested your own money five thousand of your own money but now you you can't you you don't see worth in you charging for that particular service you don't even see the value that you would even be giving the value that you would be bringing to that particular event the value that you would be giving in those people's lives that you would be saving your gift now when you realize that it's not free for me to serve my purpose it's not free for me to be the best that i am as a presenter it's not free for me to be the best that i am maybe as a speaker or whatever then you realize that no my purpose is valuable you i am here because you need me i am here because i've got a gift that the world needs or your particular community needs for me to be able to help them achieve we spoke about being told to come and really perform your duties the sort of duties that you understand to be your purpose mm-hmm. 
for free because you're getting exposure. Uh-huh. I, I I want us to make sure that you're not quoted out of context yes. by the time we finish with the series. Because there's charity, right? Yes. People make time for charity to yes. go, you know, offer their services, do this and that. And now there's completely dedicating your lifetime to just helping people. Yes. Those are, are different, right? Yes, yes. Because I, I want to understand that you're not saying people must stop like offering their services to charity. Yes, yes. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Yes. You know, one thing that I've realized is that for me, the, how I do this in my life is that there is a time that I allocate. I would say that, no, if I'm going to be speaking in a church setting, maybe, let's say, for example, maybe it's your church and, and maybe another person's church. I would say that, no, if I'm going to be serving my people for the glory of God without me wanting anything in return, it's my offering. It, it's, it's my ties to that, this particular ministry. I would say that, no, for maybe for this year, I would only come maybe two times in this particular church and two times in that particular church. So I'm not going to charge them anything. You can also even do the same in your purpose and wherever you are you can say that no i'm going to allocate some time for me to be able to do this work that i love very much i'm going to do it for free then there will also be those times where you say no i can't do this for free all the time because i need to eat i've got my own needs that i need to serve i've got fa- i've got my own children i've got a family that needs me to serve them if if i'm not go- i can't keep on going out for free using the resources that I'm, I'm supposed to be spending on myself using the resources i'm supposed to be spending on my family to keep on giving my gift for free because now there's going to come a time where it's so tiring and it's so exhausting. I would maybe perhaps maybe need maybe to take some time off for a holiday. Where am I going to get that money for me to go and relax if I'm continually giving out my, my gift for free? So they, you need to find balance. Have some time where you'll be giving out your gift for free and also have some time where you'll be monetizing that purpose of yours. We're talking about monetizing your purpose. This is a third part of the series that we started two weeks back. You can join us in this conversation our whatsapp line is 079-295-1212 079-295-1212 our sms line is 47861 47861 start each sms with the short code efm and each sms is charged at one rand fifty we continue with this conversation after the break have your say call us now on 015-151-1058 the time is five minutes to eight. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We are in the middle of our weekly motivation with author of several motivational books and life coach, Mr. Ebenezer A.B. Mamabulon. We're talking about monetizing your purpose. This is a third part of a series that we started two weeks back. You can join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp line is 079-295-1212. 079-295-1212. Our SMS line is 47861-47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. You can give us a call. Have your say. Call us now on 015-151-1058. All right. Let's talk about what really hinders one in this purpose of trying to this process let let me not say the purpose <laughs> this this process of really trying to monetize on your purpose they say that every journey has its challenges right yes. what sort of challenges are um, quite likely to to be experienced by an individual who says 
I really want to monetize on my purpose. You know, I've discovered that there are three things or three key areas that would hinder us from going to the extent of not only saving, but using that purpose that we have to feed ourselves. And these three things are as follows. The first thing is, who am I? This speaks to my present. There are things that you could be looking at in your life that that maybe you've, 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 you've got some moments in your life that you've defined yourself with. You've given yourself an identity of this particular moment in your life. Now, now those, those moments or those identities that you would have had given yourself are the ones that are stopping you. There's, the, another, another one would be who you used to be. It's who you are who you used to be and the last one who you desire to be now when you look into this they form chains uh, an example of what could be hindering us from monetizing our people from our past you could say that no you know i don't have my own parents you know if i don't have my people my parents what will people say about me when I want to monetize my purpose? Or you might be saying that, no, maybe I've been abused and I've been violated in my past. You know, I don't even deserve, I don't even deserve to monetize my purpose. Now, when you are when you are looking at your life and you are going to define yourself, you are going to define who you are based on a particular moment. In your, yes, you might have been violated. Yes, you might have been abused. Yes, you might have, have lost your parents. But that's not who, that's not the entirety of your own life. There is some some times in your life you've got better things to do in this uh, in this world. Another one would be our present identities that we have formed. Now you could be saying that you are, you are defining yourself based on who you are at the moment. You could be saying that no, I, I am the son or the daughter of a domestic worker. I am not even worthy to monetize my purpose, or I'm not even well educated. I don't I don't even know how to monetize my purpose. Or you could even be saying that no, I am a non-profit worker. I don't charge anything for the service that I provide of when I am saving my purpose. Now, it, you would be the one who is defining yourself based on your current moment. You are, you, are, you are defining yourself and you are defining your worth based on where you are at the moment. Yes, you might be that particular non-profit worker. Yes, you might be the son or a daughter of a domestic worker. Yes, you might not be well educated, but that does not disqualify you from monetizing your purpose. There are people who are sons and daughters of domestic workers and they've built these huge empires based on their purpose. There are some people who are non-profit workers who have built this huge amount of wealth they, they, they can earn a living they can provide for themselves and their family based on their purpose the last one would be on a future identity you know the biggest challenge that we have is that sometimes we tend to daydream too much that I, i'm looking at who i will i want to be tomorrow that i forget to live today now when you are looking into your future and you are ignoring your present you are ignoring what you can be doing you find yourself in a trap you could be saying that i am I, I'm, I'm afraid of being rich tomorrow or i'm afraid of making so much money and because i'm afraid of this i want i want to monetize my purpose because you know the rumors that are going around that say that no if you are making money it means that you are doing something shady or you're doing evil things it's because you would be afraid and the last one would be you might be thinking that no i don't i don't want to make too much money i just i just want to live comfortably you you, you, don't, you don't want to buy uh, maybe you don't have big dreams like some of us who want to drive those big cars and live in those big beautiful houses but you might you might be letting your fear there is nothing wrong with having enough money you could have enough money so that in case when you've got a medical emergency you could be able to pay for that particular emergency maybe when your family or your loved ones you could when you have access money you are even able to give when when there's a project in the community 
or maybe in your church or wherever when someone is in need you could be able to give them now make sure that you don't you don't let the moments that you've experienced in your life the past moments the present moments and even your future moments that you see yourself make sure that when you are looking at your life and when you are looking at the purpose that you've been given don't limit yourself based on the moments appreciate those moments that you are in for what they are they are lessons you've gathered some lessons that you learned as being the son of or the son or the daughter of a domestic worker there are some lessons appreciate those lessons and move on make sure that no don't don't limit your gift don't limit your purpose based on your past don't limit your purpose and its ability or its potential to help you and to liberate you and your family based even even on your present or even on the future that you might not even be living don't make don't 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 fall into the trap of always living in the future that you forget to live today you see yourself tomorrow maybe as a multimillionaire or as a and you forget now I need to do some work for me to be able to get where I need to be tomorrow so there's people who fear being wealthy yes know? yes yes why you know it, it, it's like the notion we you know when we grew up in our community I don't know about you but when I grew up in my community there was this other this guy who, who used to be rich and he had lots of money yeah. and we would be, even be afraid to go pass by his place because we were told that no this this person is so he got so he got rich because he was killing people we had a lot of rumors now it's these rumors that people have of saying that no that one has got money because maybe they, they are selling drugs or they've got money because uh, maybe they are killing people or they are selling body parts now those end up becoming fierce you, you, you start to say that no I won't make money because I don't want to be like that particular person. Maybe you, you, are, you are because you've been told those horrors, you say, I don't want to be rich because I don't want to kill people. I don't want to violate people. I don't want to use people for me to be to get that money that they are talking about. So the problem actually emanates from conditioning. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Let's go back to the quote I, I started with mm-hmm. from the global media icon, Bonang Mateba, mm-hmm. when she says that sit with winners mm-hmm. it's it's been with me since i saw it I've, i've been thinking about it and i kept feeling like we need to bring it into into this yes. discussion because i understand that oftentimes people are encouraged to really be careful with the kind of people that they associate with yes. the people that they befriend and and so forth as one gets on this journey of wishing to ultimately monetize on their purpose no man is an island they're going to have to work with other people yes yes just as they will already be having people that are around them mm-hmm. friends family and and the works really mm-hmm. what do you have to say about that the people around an individual who says i want to monetize on my purpose understanding that even these people could be working towards the same mission yes even yes. though it obviously purposes differ but yeah understanding that you know no no one I, i like the quote by by john maxwell and he says that one is too small of a number to achieve greatness the purpose that you have you know in my upcoming book i talk about we've got two different kinds of purposes there is an individual purpose and there is corporate purpose there is a purpose that i can fulfill on my own and there is a purpose that i can't fulfill on my own now this purpose that you can't fulfill on your own you need a lot of people around you you've got people that will you need people who would be encouragers there are people who would come into your life they might not be the people who are giving you opportunities they might not be the one to open up opportunities or get you to where you need to be but they are the people who will be encouraging you in this particular journey these people come into your life to encourage you to say that no rebecca hold on hold on you will be able to monetize people they might not have the resources they might not have the connections to get you to where you might need to monetize your peoples but they will be the one who will be encouraging you when things go tough they will be encouraging you another group of people would be those ones who would be there to give you the 
the support that you need, whether it's financial support or it's even emotional support. And I'm even thankful for the people that I had in my own life. I've had friends who would come to me and say that, no, Mr. Mambolo, what can we do to help you fulfill your purpose? Do you need some money for, for you to be able to do that, whatever it is that you want to do? And those are people who have been valuable to me. Now, even all of us will have, will have encouragers, will also have people who will be supporting us. Then another group will have those ones who are there to criticize. These ones are there to give us feedback, to say, no, AB or Rebecca, I, I love the way you're serving your peoples, but there's this area that you could improve on. Now, this one might not, even another group would be your friends. Those ones who would be, who would be loving the work that you'd be doing. When you've got people who love what you're doing, you also need people who would come to you to say, that, no, wait, wait, wait. The praises that you are getting from the media or the praises that you are getting from everyone's social media, remember, you are only just a man. And I like what one uh, one general spoke about. He said that, no, at Rome, there used to be this time when, when a, an emperor had conquered, when a warrior had gone out to, on, to battle and won battles. There would be this one person who would be, the, when, he, when he's going around the square greeting everyone and doing his praises there would be this one person who would always remind him you are only just a man you're only just meant to help him to keep him humble to say that no it does not matter how much praise you are getting but these types of people when they are in your life they are there to keep you humble to the gifts that you have feedback can be problematic yes sometimes this constructive feedback and then there's something else yes what advice do you have about the best way for one to really be able to know which is which? If, if whatever feedback you are getting, the aim for it is to get you to improve, then that's good feedback. But if you are getting feedback, its aim maybe could be to demoralize you, to, to demotivate you. That's not the type of feedback that you want in your life. Okay. We, we, we will conclude in a short while, but from the series so far what do you really want everyone to always remember as they get onto their journeys of hoping to monetize on their purposes you know i would say that remember that you know this has been probably the, the hardest lesson that i had to learn in my own life because i remember even one of one of the friends of mine who who, who she does good wonderful non-profit work and whenever she would have some problems she would usually come to me and say you know mr Mablo, could you please borrow me this much amount of money and i would i would borrow her this amount of money and it got to a point where the money that i had borrowed her she couldn't pay it back because now whenever she's getting money there's someone she owes there's someone she owes elsewhere there's a mechanic she owes for the car that she She's been using now when i've been looking at that and even looking at my life i just don't know we we get to a point where because maybe we grew up in spiritual or, or religious families we get to a point where we think that a, a round of applause would be the one that feeds you remember that as you are continuing on this journey you cannot feed yourself with a round of applause remember that you need some resources you need tangible things for you to feed yourself another one you cannot you cannot provide for yourself and your family with god bless you you need some tangible resources for you to be able to provide for your family and the last one realize that you cannot whatever happens you cannot go to a shop and say i am coming to buy clothes or i'm coming to buy food with the round of applause that i've been getting for me saving my people so remember those key things and maybe when we conclude last next week we'll be talking about the systems or the places where we could be looking into that will help us to monetize our particular purpose all right do we have quotes? Yes, we've got some quotes of the week. The first one comes from T.D. Jakes. And he says that, Don't leave your God-given gifts unopened. Don't leave this planet having missed the great opportunities God has for you. Rip off the lid of your abilities. Tear 
into that box that your talents and use every gift God has given you. Devote yourself to fulfilling the unique purpose that is your destiny. And the last one comes from what we'll be talking about next week. Remember that the amount of money that you will receive is always in direct proportion to three ratios. The first one, the demand for whatever purpose it is that you are doing and you are fulfilling. The second one, your ability to do it. And the last one, the difficulty there is in replacing you and the particular purpose that you are saving the world. Whose purpose is it to cultivate this demand? Is it the, the individuals or... How does that work? It, it is our sole responsibility. We as individuals, it's not my responsibility and it's not your responsibility to help someone. You as an individual, you know the gift that you've been given. You know the strengths that you've been given. Yes, I might come into your life and show you and give you light to say that no. You've got a gift in this area. Please look into this. But it remains your sole responsibility. Take it upon yourself. Make this your life's mission to say that no. Whatever gifts I've been given, whatever people I've been created for, I want to ensure that I fulfill this purpose, not only for me to fulfill it, but to fulfill it, enjoying it to the best of my ability, to be able to bring in my family. In my book, I talk about success being the intentional pursuit and fulfillment of my last purpose and enjoying that pursuit and fulfillment with my family and loved ones. Your contact details, please. Uh, my contact details on all of the social medias. You can follow me or send me a friend request at Ebenez Mabulo. Just search for Ebenez Mabulo. And if you're on Twitter, search for King underscore AB. And when you're booking me, as a coach and as a speaker, contact me on 071-639-7807. Do we have a date for the upcoming book release? No, not yet, not yet. Okay, no pressure. I'm just asking. Thank you so much for talking to us tonight, Mr. Mamabolo. Ah, it's always a pleasure. All right, Discussion Wednesdays is coming up next. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays, 6.30pm to 8.30pm with Rebecca Pala.